Hello and welcome to Career Move Secrets, a brand new podcast for active job seekers and the career minded. In each episode, I'll interview a special guest from my global network. Guests will include seasoned recruiters, experienced hiring managers from companies big and small, and successful individuals who have developed great careers through making great career moves. My aim is to uncover and share my guests' unique perspectives, their insights, and their insider advice on job searching, interviewing, and career enhancement. My name is Tony Talbot, and I've been working in the recruitment industry as an international headhunter for over 20 years. I'm the creator of CareerMoveSecrets.com, a step-by-step online course for job seekers that I designed to be the ultimate guide to getting hired in the hidden job market. I will add my perspective to the conversation, and together with my guests, we hope to provide some genuine, actionable insider advice that will help you execute your next career move. Thanks for joining us today. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Career Move Secrets. Uh, I'm very proud to say that today's guest is the business sales and networking legend, Bob Berg. Bob is he's, he's a motivational speaker, he's a coach, he's a course creator, and he's a podcaster, but he's perhaps best known for his best-selling books, Endless Referrals, and the Go-Giver series. Uh, hi, Bob. Good to have you on. How are you? Hi, Tony. Great to be with you. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a bit of a coup for me to have you uh, come on the show because <laughs> that's very you're nice. somebody I, I reference quite often. I always think of you and sort of, oh. I don't know, if, if if I'm putting a quote somewhere, it's, it's often you or Zig Ziglar or someone like that, wow. you know, the, 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 the top guys, I think. So um, I do you. appreciate And being, uh, thank you. And uh, I'm honored to know that, first of all. Secondly, being that you're in the UK, when I say honored, I mean H O N O U. Yes. R-E-D, because you've got to you've got to spell properly. these things correctly. Uh, <laughs> if, if only you guys would get all these spellings. <laughs> I know, really, right? <laughs> I was over in England a couple of years ago speaking, and I realized I don't speak English very well. well. You, you've got a secondary version there. You've got your 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 sort of American slide. No, I think we we we, <laughs> we all we all hear so much of each other. Actually, I'm sure you guys hear quite a lot of Brits. I mean, every actor in in, oh, in sure. Hollywood is now a Brit, so you you, you get to hear uh, our version as well as yours. And of course, we right we get right, to hear right. the other versions from around the world. I think we are all we all <laughs> understand the the words that are used that we don't use, but we understand all the all the all the meaning. So don't don't exactly. don't feel like you have to change in any way for us, Bob. <laughs> um, I always ask people to give me their, their, their career history because I'm genuinely interested in it. It's part of what we do on the show. And, and, and if I'm honest, you know, I know a lot about you, but I don't know everything. So how has your career developed? <laughs> Uh, well, I started out in broadcasting, uh, first in radio and then in television. I, I really wasn't very good at it. And I quickly, uh, I like to say, graduated into sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem was I knew nothing about sales on a formal basis. I had, I had, I'd had no formal sales training and, uh, I didn't even know that was a thing at the time. This is 40 years ago or so. And the company where I was with didn't, didn't supply any. So I was sort of left on my own flailing and, and floundering for a few months until I, I was in a bookstore and I, I came across a, a couple of books on selling one by, uh, Zig Ziglar and one by Tom Hopkins, two of the legends, of course, in the sales industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I brought those books home and just started studying them. I mean, really devouring them and learning. And uh, almost immediately, I'd say within a few weeks, my sales really began to take off, which was inspiring to me, Tony, because it said that if you 
have a methodology for something, a way of doing something, a system, mm -hmm. if you will. And, and yeah, I like to personally define a system as the process of predictably achieving a goal, right? Uh, based on a logical and, and specific set of how-to principles. So if it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired result of B, then you know all you need to do is A and continue to do A and continue to do A, and eventually you'll get the desired result of B. So that was that was very inspiring for me to know that. Uh, so I started reading and studying more and more, going to seminars and getting back then it was cassette tape albums. That's how, how long ago that was. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it and, and really enjoyed the personal development aspect. It wasn't just about selling in terms of the how to as important as, as that is like anything, but it was really the, the books that built you on the inside. It was the how to win friends and influence people, the magic of thinking big, the, you know, the, uh, uh, psycho cybernetics and, and all the great books that taught us how to really, uh, reframe our situations and retrain our brains and to be able to approach things differently that the growth was really the you know and uh so uh, eventually i became sales manager of a company and and uh started showing people and uh, other other people started asking me how i did certain things which had worked for me and uh as 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 they said on one of the 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 famous uh us shows from from the 90s on seinfeld yada 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 and 30 years later, here we are together. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much what happened. You know, eventually I started going into the business of speaking. And you do very well at it, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, oh, I often, you. <laughs> you know, I have a course. I'm, I'm like you. I, I think if you practice, if you have a plan, if you have a, a, a plan mm -hmm. and that plan is set out in stages, do this first, then do that, then do the next, you've got a much better chance of achieving your end goal than if you just you know, think you know what you're doing, which often people don't, right. or you don't have a plan at all. And you just right. you leave it to chance or leave it to somebody else. And in the context of sort of um, finding a job, you know, I, I have a, a course that I sell to people to try and take them systematically through that process. And, mm -hmm. and, exactly. and often when I'm, exactly. when I, in fact, in the course, I quote you more than once, more than oh, once you're in there. Wow, thank you. Uh, so the, the quote that really resonates with me, and I'm sure it's one of a number of your famous quotes, but the one that really resonates with me is all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust, which I, I, I find that so powerful because I think it, it, it's a truism, but I love this. Did you come up with a no, like, and trust element of that as well? Or, or was that a steal? So, well, first of all, uh, thank you for being one of the few people that actually quotes it correctly. Yes, I, I want to make because sure. a lot of people leave out certain parts that are very Im important. Now, I, I think the part I probably did not invent mm. was just the terms like and no like mm. and trust. I'm sure people have said that for years and years. I would I would imagine, but the the important parts are the first the beginning mm. part all things being yes. equal or close enough to equal. Cause I'm going to say, well, it's never totally equal. No, but it can be close enough to equal. So all things being equal. Okay. So, so competence, you know, character, uh, ability, skills, you know, all those different things, all those being equal or close enough to equal. Okay. Now people will do business with refer business to hire people and keep on people who, okay. Then, who they know, like, and trust, refer business to, of course, know, like, and trust. So that's what's so important. And I think that's hopefully what I, what I brought into the mainstream, understanding that it's the relationship you create with people that will get you that opportunity. 
to do business with them, okay, or to be referred by them or to have them in your world or what have you. Um, but obviously, you still need to be able to scale. You know, you need to be able to do the job, right? You need to prove yourself that you're able to. But but yeah, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, uh, assuming things are equal or close enough to it, that people, that person who who has created, cultivated, developed that relationship is the person who is going to to get that opportunity. Yeah, I love it. I, I, and I, I sort of, I steal it and, and I reword it slightly in terms of a, um, a recruitment context, because I, I always say, look, you know, all sure. things being equal, and I think that's, that's an important prerequisite. Um, people will hire people and refer and sure. refer people that they know, like, mm-hmm. and trust. Absolutely. And that know, like, and trust element, you know, is, is, is networking in my mind, you know, that is pretty much networking going from, from knowing to liking to trust, which is, sure. you know, in this modern age of LinkedIn and things like that, it's it's something you can accelerate. And it's not the same mm-hmm. process, but it's very similar. Um, and I also think, I don't know if you agree with this, Bob, but the process of, of recruitment, you know, I'm, I'm 20 years in recruitment. And I, and I find that that process of uh, assessing somebody in a recruitment context, you know, getting them in and interviewing them is a process of mm-hmm. going through that know, like, and trust. You know, the knowing probably is, is early in the CV. You, you get to know if you like somebody by actually meeting them in an interview. And your second interview is often where you're, tush, you're, you're, you're testing, can I trust this person to, to hire them? Uh, and understanding that you're going through that process often and often and, and how you do that is just as important in sales as it is in selling yourself in a recruitment. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the principle, again, yeah, processes can differ depending upon the situation, the, 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 the medium, the platform, whatever the principles stay the same. And, you, you know, we can say uh, that we can go back to all things being equal. People don't do business, hire, refer business to, or whatever to computers. Mm. They know, like, and trust, <laughs> right? It's the, it's the person in front of it. And I agree with you that, that what, you know, today's modern world of technology has provided us is is access to people mm. who we may never otherwise have gotten yeah. to to access, right? <laughs> when you think about it. So, and, you know, when it comes to that no part, they have to either know us or at least know of mm. us. And that's where, again, the referrals uh, and your reputation built on character and built on how much you are, are willing to genuinely and authentically um, create value for others. Yes, this is this is an important concept that you've got in your go-giver. So, and, and it goes right through your stuff, which is really interesting. This sort of, it's Thank very, you. you know, it's a beautiful thing, actually, in many ways. It's, it's, it's really wholesome and it's good. It's essentially good. Uh, and intrinsically good, which I which I really like. So I, it's something I'm really happy to pass on to people. But you know, you your your concepts are often about you know give more than you receive, and 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 you're going to get that sort of wealth come back to you. And I I I feel that people don't understand how to do networking. It's changed a little bit, but when it comes to you know themselves and trying to find that next opportunity, all the all the information that you can find tells you your best route is to is through your network. And yet I find there are people who are good at that and there are people who do n- do none of it and, and and just, you know, apply to jobs online with people that don't know them at all rather than using their network. What what would you say about, I always think you're the networking guru. What would you say to people about, about <laughs> engaging with their network? I know you have some core principles and some laws. What, you know, what, what would you say to, to job seekers about engaging their network? 
Well, first, I'd say that there's a lot of people who think they're networking, mm. but they're really not in a way that is productive and often in ways that are counterproductive. So I think first, if we define what networking is, because I know you and you and I both, uh, we, we look at it in the same way and from the same basic premise. And so I define networking as simply the cultivating of mutually beneficial give and take or give and receive win-win relationships. So networking is the cultivating of mutually beneficial, it has to work for everyone, mutually beneficial, give and take or give and receive win-win relationships. Now the focus is on the give part, mm. right? Uh, and, and so, so why, why is that so important? Well, if we look at the very basic premise of, of the go-giver, okay, we see that it, it's nothing more, Tony, than, um, shifting your focus. And this is really the key shifting your focus from getting to giving. Now, when we say giving in this context, we simply mean constantly and consistently providing immense value to others, understanding that doing so is not only a more fulfilling way of conducting business or a job search or whatever you're doing, it's the most financially profitable way as well. Now, not for some way out there, woo-woo type of magical, mystical reason, not at all. It, it simply makes, makes logical sense. When you're that person who can take your focus off of yourself and place it on helping another person, on making that person's life better, helping them solve their challenges, helping bring them closer to happiness in some way, People feel good about you. People want to get to know you, right? They do like you. They trust you. They want to be a part of your world. They want to be in relationship with you. They want to introduce you to that person or they want to have you in their organization or whatever it happens to be. So the more we can do that, uh, and again, it has to come from a place of authenticity uh, or it's not sustainable, okay? So when you network that way, and your focus is on how to bring value to another human being, now this person becomes immediately attracted to you. And, and, and now you've created that uh, benevolent context, if you will, for that great no like, and trust relationship to occur. Yeah, I, I find the people that, that I come across who are, you know, that, that there are some people that sort of sit at the center of a web and they have lots of contacts, lots of things going on. They can always tell me somebody they could recommend for a job. They know, you know, somebody that would be good for that. And they know that they genuinely would be good for that. And and that sort of, you know, it's, it's like those those sort of ideas of reciprocity and everything. It, it really does come back because they're the, the people that I want to help the next time uh, if they give me a steer into someone or, or suggest somebody that mm -hmm. I should go ahead hunt. Um, but they're also the ones that seem to have, I, I don't know that just the, the best exposure and you, you can, I think you can do this on LinkedIn. Now I've seen the people who are real oh, givers sure. on LinkedIn. They're mm -hmm. the people that everyone else feels more, uh, yeah, predisposed, well, predisposed. Abs absolutely. Yeah. You, you can really do it. I agree with you so completely. You can do it on any medium because when, when, it, when social media first started, that was the big question I was asked. Can you really develop relationships with people in person? Well, here's the mm -hmm. thing. And I, I'm 63 and I've been in sales for a long time. So I kind of go back to the old days. Right. And there was this tool I used to use to build these great relationships with people long before the internet. Okay. So it was called the telephone. Mm, I remember it. I mean, uh, it was an amazing mm. thing, right? Uh, I, you know, built relationships with people in different countries and, and, you know, all over the place. And it was through it. We never even saw each other. 
<laughs> right? You couldn't do, there was no Zoom. You couldn't even see each other. You could build great relationships because it wasn't about the medium, right? It was about the people involved. And when you connect with people in a way that they truly understand that you're authentically looking out for their best interests, that's when the, if you want to say magic, even though it's not magic, but that's when it, when it happens to me, even easier on, on social media. And I can think of people who, you know, I had never met that I built these great relationships with on social media. And by the time we finally did end up speaking on the phone or, or doing an interview or something, we were already friends. Yeah. You know, we're <laughs> and that's why people check each other out online now. You know, much more readily. LinkedIn, I, I I bang on about LinkedIn. They they should they should be paying me, but they don't. Um, and, and it's because it's such a great tool for checking each other out and and you know working oh, out whether you're you're interested in that person. And of course, you know, it's it's self published. Everyone is a self publicist on there, so you can only <laughs> if you're not publish publicizing what you're about, then you're missing an opportunity. Uh, if you are, you've got to do that in the right way, and then you're going to get a better result. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I just I find it strange that people don't do these things. The other thing I always think about you being good at is is which every salesperson is, of course, is is asking good questions. And this is something else that I think people don't do enough of. You know, those, those sort of open ended questions that are about always about the other person, but give you right. so much information. Well, and and, mm -hmm. and I think people don't do enough of that in interviews or even in the sort of, you know, trying to find out about a company before that. What what, what do you feel about that? I know you're a, a fan of questions too. Well, I, and I think on a couple of levels, you really hit it right on the head because first, there's there's no reason not to investigate and know everything you can, you know, in a not in a creepy way, but in a good, you know, good way <laughs> about a person with whom you're going to connect or want to connect uh, and their company and knowing the, you know, the, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, you know, all the different things to know what is. And, and then even at that point, okay, the questions that you can ask now take it to a deeper, deeper level when you're actually asking questions of them, you, you come at it from a base of understanding, but we also have to understand. And I, and I think this is so important is that while we think we know what another person's thinking because we come from the world, we all come to the, uh, you know, at the world from our own set of beliefs, right? What's a, what's a belief? It's a subjective truth. It's the truth as we understand the truth to be, which means it's our truth, not necessarily the truth, right? And, and yet as human beings, because of these belief systems, uh, what I call an unconscious operating system, we're not even aware, right, that we have this, we tend to think that most other people see the world or experience the world basically the same way we do, yeah. right? which makes intuitive sense. How could it be anything else? It's all we know. Uh, that's why you hear people say things like, oh, everybody likes that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not necessarily true, or nobody would want that, or I would never speak that way to someone. No, you wouldn't. Neither would I probably, but other people would because that's their belief system. And so, um, and, and so we tend to think others see the world the same way. They don't. And so the only way we can ever really step into their shoes, so to speak, is to ask questions and then listen. And I mean, really listen, not surface lesson, listen, not listen just, you know, so that you can kind of know what to say next or listen to. No, really listen to to understand the essence of what they're saying and then take it a step further. Make sure we clarify that that what they said 
is what we believe they meant, <laughs> right? Or, or something like that, because a lot of times it's really not. And so we need to kind of clarify and gently feed it back to them to make sure that we understand so that we're all, uh, you know, facing the same direction. People who can do that, Tony, these are the successful people. Yeah. These are the successful people. Because remember, the other person wants to answer questions. They they want to answer questions. They want to talk about themselves. You know, we've we all know the uh, you know the 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 person who who we're in a conversation with who lets us do all the talking about ourselves. We come away saying to ourselves, "Wow, what a great conversational <laughs> that person is." I, you know, I also remember we, you know, and back to the days of, of my selling on the telephone. Okay, creating relationships and selling on the telephone. I was noticed. Nobody ever hung up the phone on me while they were talking. <laughs> An amazing thing. And so, so, yeah, asking questions and listening rarely goes wrong. (laughs) I I think that's perfect for interviews. It's amazing how, you know, one of the first questions I ask, I take feedback from the interviews that I arrange when, you know, my candidates are going to see my clients. And I'm always asking, you know, get on balance. What would you say? Who spoke more? Was was it, you know, was it Bob who was interviewing or, or was it you, John? And if they're saying it's Bob, I'm always thinking there's a tick in the box. So this is a better interview than uh, than if you mm-hmm. were talking. And then getting a feeling for, you know, how much they learned from the other person or, you know, what what did you learn from the interview? What, what more do you know about the business? If they know loads more, then I think they probably had a good meeting. Uh, yes, if they don't yes, know much exactly. and they, I'm thinking, you know, you've, you've, <laughs> you've probably talked about yourself and that's, that's the problem. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's classic. You know, it's sales, it's sales call stuff, but actually, again, what I try and get across to people in an interview is you're selling yourself and it's the same principles, which is try and learn more about the other side. You're interviewing them at the same time as well to understand mm-hmm. whether you Absolutely. whether you like them, whether you're a good fit with the business, whether you're a good fit with that boss. And you're only going to do that by asking really, really good questions uh, in the interview scenario. And then, as you say, listening and uh, working out whether this is a a good match for you. Um, And that's where your system comes in because you lay it out for people how to do that, you know, what to ask, how to take questions that may look to, you know, lock you into a frame, but instead kind of reframe it, Mm. you know, and be able to, and so those things, you know, who knows these things, other than someone like yourself who specializes in this. Most of us, we don't know these things. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you get this... A lot of my clients will use competency-based questions where they're, they're very open-ended, but they'll, you know, imagine you're in a scenario and if you were in this scenario, what would you do? They're, they're really there to sort of, yeah, they can be there to trap you because you, you're giving a lot of information and you're thinking on your feet and you can end up saying the wrong thing, but you must have a set of your own questions. I always argue that you should have probably about five questions that you ask an interviewer at least. And if you're going to, and these are all actually genuinely good questions, like hitting the ground running sort of questions and culture questions and, and, and projecting you into the next role questions, you know, that you might have other questions, which are practical, like how much am I going to get paid, which you should never ask, but there's lots of other things you might want to ask. Every time you ask one of them, you you better be asking another two questions that are more designed to give the interviewer something positive about you or positive mm, to say, but mm, yeah, mm, people mm. do, people do get these things wrong. Uh, tell me about your, your books, because I think p- that they are essential reading, I think for most business people, but I also think Thank that you. they're, they're great. If you're in a, a sales environment, they're great. If you're going to be interviewed, w- which, which ones would you sort of point out uh, uh, as being 
the reference points that people should go to? You know, I think the original Go-Giver book mm. is really the one that kind of is the philosophy behind mm. it. You know, that shift in focus as we were talking about earlier and how to, you know, how to tap into, you know, there are five laws in that book. There's the law of value, there's uh, of compensation, there's influence, authenticity, and receptivity. So those are basically the principles, mm. all five of those that we need to to kind of have in order to, to, to attain uh, success. I think in our, in John David Mann's, in my last book in the series, which is The Go-Giver Influencer, that's a book more on people skills. Mm which I, you know, I truly believe is the difference maker between that person who would, you know, who achieves some real legitimate, great success and that person who really takes it to that next level of success. Because I think at this point, technical skills, competency, talent, and they're all very, very important. Okay. But they're the baseline. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of what gets you into the game to be able to play, but it's that person who has a way with people, a person who can really genuinely take any situation of a, 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 a people situation and be able to have both parties, not only coming away better off than they were before, but helping that other person to feel genuinely good about themselves, about the situation and about you, that's the person who's able to take success to that next level. I couldn't agree more. If, if you can do, yeah, I mean, I, I constantly put together shortlists. Everybody on the short, I've headhunted them, you know. So th there's there's four people, they can all do the job. They've all got the right skills. They've all got the right backgrounds. They've worked for companies where they're doing a, a relatively similar role. What separates them in the interview process is their soft skills, as people like to call it, or their their ability to convince the other person or persons that they're the right person for the job. And that is, mm -hmm. it's the people-centric mm -hmm. element. Uh, yeah. In fact, the more senior you get, the less people even bother to, to question your technical skills. What they, what they really want to know is <laughs> how can you handle me? How can you handle other people that work for you? How can you handle situations? What's your character all about? And, you know, mm -hmm. that's the thing you need to be in control of. So if, if you're, if you're, you know, I would say to everyone out there, if you're, if you're, uh, looking to, to invest in anything during the course of your, um, your career search, that's going to develop you personally would be something around, yeah, your people skills and, and maybe, uh, yeah. the, the, the go-giver series would be something to look at. Bob, I'm conscious I'm I'm going I'm going to take I don't want to take all of your time. We have an allotted period and I, I don't want to go over. <laughs> I really enjoy enjoyed speaking to you. I, I think it's been great. And thank you so much for for all the great quotes you've uh, you've put into my uh, information over the years. Well, I appreciate all you do. You certainly provide such immense value to so many people and on a topic that really is so, so very important. So thank you for all the great work you do. Cheers, Bob. All the best. Take care. Cheers, my friend. Well, that was a real pleasure for me to have Bob Berg on. Uh, he really is somebody I, I rate very, very highly. Do check out his books. They are fantastic, um, particularly the sort of Go Giver series, um, but also uh, the referral books, which were the ones that I originally uh, got involved with and thought they were very, very good. They really do teach you genuinely how to do networking properly. And of course, that would be something that would be really, really important in your job search. If you are job searching at the moment, uh, please also check out some of the resources on my website. That's careermovesecrets.com. You'll particularly find the uh, the applicant tracking system beating um, uh, resume masterclass, which I think you'll find very, very helpful and it's a free resource. So check that out. And of course, uh, check out the next episodes because of course there will be more career move secrets episodes coming across very soon. Mm -hmm.
Thank you.